Okay, hi, welcome to another Katasa Healing Talk. And my name is Helmut. I am here with Kay, Kay Kudel Whitaker, and we and our friends, our dear friends, Laura, Laura Kitty and Laura Philpot. Hi, guys. Hello. And we're going to talk about gratitude and manifesting from the perspective of the ancient shamanic teachings of Katasa. And Kay is by far the most knowledgeable about those teachings in the Western world. She has studied them for more than 50 years, wrote a couple of books about it, and has been trying to teach us um, the secrets of this beautiful way of life. With some success, I have to add. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, the talk about gratitude and manifesting, the idea for that was from Laura Carey. So Laura can dig into that a little more. Welcome again. Have fun. Hi, everybody. Yeah, last, um, a few episodes ago, I would, Kay triggered, you know, we mentioned gratitude. And so my, my question, um, to Kay, because I love gratitude. You know, I had one, I had a good Southern mother who said, count your blessings, you know, to change your attitude, you needed to count your blessings. But through the, through the studies and um, through, you know, Kay's Katasi teachings and what the spirits had, I had more questions about it because we've learned um, about using gratitude to manifest. And using gratitude as a way of creating a world we want to live in. And so my question is, why is gratitude such a powerful way to manifest? And um, how have the spirits instructed us to use that, use gratitude in the weaving ceremony to create this new world? Just a small little question. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Give us the goods. Well, gratitude is has been been around since uh, the beginning of people to be to feel gratitude and to give give gratitude, give thanks, and be genuine. To be genuinely thankful and happy uh about you know what's what's in your life or what just came in your life uh or what somebody just did uh or to thank the 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 bigger powers of our world you know like the earth mother earth or the sky the weather the whole atmosphere or the sun to give gratitude to the cosmos, the sky, the, the our, our whole galaxy, and whatever else is out there. And people have been doing it in, in their own ways, their own understanding for millennia. Just, um, it's been very important and very highly, highly regarded and passed down carefully from generation to generation, making sure the next generation knows about this and 
feels this and practices this. They felt it was just so very, very important. And they do things uh, like we do. We, we still do uh, right up to this day. Uh, getting up with the sun. And for most of our ancient, ancient ancestors, they couldn't help but to get up with the sun because it just brightens everything and wakes everybody up. And, and so there you are. Uh, but they would try to get up a little before the sun and be out there to watch the sun rise, to see it come over the horizon and give, give this heartfelt, whole body felt gratitude. Thank you, son. Thank you, son. Thank you for your beauty. Thank you for the, your love. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the heat. Thank you for the, the nourishment, the, for helping the plants and animals grow and to nourish us and keep us healthy and, and on and on and on. And they have their whole little ceremonies uh, that go with the, the sunrise uh, thanking everybody and everything, the, everything that they could think of. And every, everything, every instance that has meant something to them, especially in you know, the current moments of, of time, something that they have heavy on their mind. And they can't help but to notice that it really, it helps bring really nice things into their life. <laughs> they, they couldn't help but to notice that, and it, and it does. It helps manifest things. And this is a, it's not so easy for modern uh, culture people to understand this because it doesn't follow any of the sciences that we know. But this is the way the ancients talk about these factors, how the, how the universe really works in this respect. And that is when you are thinking something, you're thinking about, oh, the sunlight, and it's warm, and it heals us, and it's, it's making food for us with the plants, and the, the, the animals eat the plants, and we're eating the animals, and, and uh, it helps, you know, make the weather, and, uh, and they're, they're feeling it. They're feeling it with their emotions, with the love, and the excitement of, uh, yeah, the sun comes up and it's all warm. It's bringing this incredible warmth with it. And with all these other things that they give thanks for as well. I mean, nowadays we know that the sun's probably going to be coming up on a pretty regular basis. We don't have too many reasons to think that our planet's going to um, do something really, really weird that the sun wouldn't be coming up. But all these different things in people's lives that they're, they're giving thanks for, all the everyday kind of things, that the, the family is healthy and the family is getting along and that maybe the tribe is getting along uh, with the community. 
and there's love there and there's sharing and all these beautiful things. And they give thanks for it and what they see and what their, their elders tell them, the shamans told them is that this is how the universe hears us. It understands this language that we are feeling this, this you know, beautiful day. I've got um, a, a refrigerator full of food and, and we've had beautiful breakfast and we're going to have a beautiful dinner. And I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as you are feeling the love of it, you're feeling the actual presence of your the food is there it's not going to go run away it's already in the fridge it's you know it's 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 a done deal <laughs> and everybody's been happy and everybody's been getting along and they're giving thanks for that the universe feels this it feels it it hears it and it it knows because of the feeling that's with it, you're, you're living this action that you're think, giving thanks for. You're feeling the results of it. This is what the universe understands. It feels this. And the message that the universe gets is that I love this. I want more of this. And so that's how it, how it ends up manifesting. And I'll give a little story with that because we, we are manifesting all the time, 24 hours a day, whether we know it or like it or not. And we can't really stop from doing that. <laughs> We're manifesting the world around us, the circumstances around us. We're contributing to the, the greater, bigger picture, like our, our entire culture, humanity on the planet. We're contributing to the creation of that and what, it, what it's doing today. So if everybody was thankful, f truly feeling the love and the thanks, and feeling what it is they want to see. They're feeling the peace as though it has already happened. Now, taking into consideration, we got a little bit of war going on over here, and there's some over there, and there's a conflict happening over there. But if everybody was feeling the gratitude, they were feeling the peace as though it had already happened. The universe picks that up, and that's that's what the people want. That's what the, the people on this planet want. They want that peace, and the universe helps bring it about in all kinds of different mysterious ways that it communicates with us. The whole universe is communicating with us all the time and gives us information, can bring us peace, 
and harmony, more love. There's a, a story that's been passed around. And I don't know where it started and who actually said it first, but we call it the muddy feet story. And it's about a, a white guy up in the mountains and his best friend, his good friend, is an Indian, lives nearby, and, and there's a, a tribal uh, reservation there. And that's where the Indian lives. And he's he's been working with his elders. And the elders have been teaching him about how to make rain. Been, there's been a terrible drought, long, terrible drought. The elders have been teaching him about how to do this, and they give him the instructions. We want you to go way high in the mountains to the sacred spot. There's a sacred circle of rocks, an altar there. You step in the altar, and you do this process. You do this this prayer, and then you step out, and you're, you're done. You go go do your thing the rest of the day and apparently he got permission to take the white guy with him because he did <laughs> and they they had fun they you know taken off into the tulis and they got to the place they, they had to walk up more to get farther up there to get to the sacred spot and uh they're standing outside the circle the indian said stand here don't go in the circle don't say anything and he takes his shoes and socks off. He steps in the circle and he's just, he has his eyes closed and maybe doing something with his hands. And he's only in there for a few minutes and he steps back out and he picks up his socks and shoes, says to the white guy, okay, let's go. Want a hamburger? Are you hungry? Let's go. Let's go to our favorite place. And in Taos <laughs> or wherever it was uh, in the mountains. And uh, the white guy's all shocked. It's like, well, we were going to do a ceremony. I, you know, I came here for a ceremony and there's no ceremony and we're leaving already. We only just got here. What's happened? What happened? And he's, he said, what did you do when you went in that circle? And the Indian says, well, these are the instructions that I give gratitude for the rain and I feel the rain. I have to feel it. I have to smell it. I have to taste it. I have to feel the mud on my feet, rain dripping all over my body. And it says, I, I placed myself in the Pueblo and right outside my house which is adobe, adobe Pueblo. And I could touch the, the rain on the wall and there's a certain smell that the rain makes when it hits the wall or the, uh, the ground there in the Pueblo. It's just this perfect smell. This, and, you know, out, outside the, the Pueblo, there's all this sage and, and it gets wet and that dirt under it gets wet and there's, this incredible smell that happens. And he he just, he's smelled it. He felt it. He felt the mud on his feet and his hair dripping wet and the 
and the rain blowing on him, and he felt perfect gratitude, just perfect, thank you, thank you for the rain, thank you for the rain. And that was it. He stepped out. And in doing that, he's not acting, he's not praying like a, a, a typical white, modern American Christian uh, kind of uh, person that we're used to, that we've grown up as or we have around us. Uh, our prayer would be to get down on our knees probably and, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, it's been such a terrible drought. It's been a horrible drought on everybody and my crops are dying and I, I can't keep the animals alive. I had to uh, slaughter the animals. Please, we need the rain. We have to have it. It hasn't been here for so long. Please, God, please give us the rain. And he said, when you do that, you're praying for the continuation of the drought and the hardship it brings. That's all, that's what the universe hears and feels because that's what you're feeling. The person praying in that Christian way is talking to themselves and to God all about, I'm in this hardship, I'm in this hardship, this is horrible, this is a terrible drought, we're losing everything, please give us rain, we need to have rain, we must have rain. He's believing that he doesn't have any rain and water and he doesn't have any crops and he doesn't have any animals and, and it's all gone and probably still will be gone. He believes that and that's the message that the universe picks up. But in the ceremony that they did, what he did, what the Indian guy did, was picture and feel with great love and great gratitude that it was already happening. The drought is broken. It's rain. The rain is here, and I can smell it, and I can feel it, and I can taste it. And my face is wet, and my hair is wet, and my house is wet on the outside, and my feet are muddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this water. So the guys go back, they get their hamburger, <laughs> they go to the, the Sloppy Joe house, whatever that was, and they get their hamburger, and these big clouds start forming outside, and they're right at the window, and they can see it, and they're kind of watching, and then it's starting to lightning and rain, and then rain more and more and more and more. <laughs> and then they, they went home, and after a while, the streets are flooding, the, the gutters are overflowing. And so the, the white guy's, you know, getting a little worried and confused. And he calls the, the Indian guy up and asks him, why is it doing this? Why <laughs> This isn't quite what we were hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, 
They've taught me how to start the rain, to call it, but they, they couldn't tell me how to stop it. And that's, those are the words that I heard. We could you know, take our inference in whatever way. What does that mean? The elders didn't know how to stop it or how to tell him to stop it, or they didn't want to tell him to stop it. Or is the knowledge lost and the elders just don't even have it at all? That seems a little odd. But it, it did. It just kept raining for a couple of weeks like that and flooding everything, and then it dwindled off on its own. So that's a little note on the end of the story to be careful what it is you're picturing and you're praying for, and that you put the appropriateness into the picture. Appropriate for the place and times, etc., etc. So that's, and it really works. It really works. We were outside actually doing our gratitude ceremony for the sunrise, and there was some neighbors screaming at each other. They'd never done this before. We'd never heard anything like that. We've been here a long time. But they're screaming, and they're going on and on and on, top of their lungs. And in, in the backyard, the backyard dips off, you know, and into a gully, and then it rises up on the other side. So the sound can carry pretty well, <laughs> pretty loudly. And as I was doing my different thank yous, the thought occurred to me, oh, I should be thankful for peace and quiet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought I would give it a try, and I did. And I felt the quiet and the peace, and I heard it to the point of not being able to hear their voices anymore and being very grateful. Thank you so much for the peace and the quiet. Thank you so much for all this peacefulness and that the neighbors have peacefulness and we have peacefulness and there's peace and love. And thank you. Thank you for, for all this peace and quiet and everything that goes with that. And then they stopped yelling. They, they just stopped. And I could name a whole bunch of stories like that. But those are one that I've heard that uh, has been told around and the one that happened to me ex right here during the actual gratitude ceremony. So the universe doesn't, you know, it isn't just a, a dead blank space full of rocks and some of those rocks glow. It's, it's alive and it's conscious and thinking and feeling and knowing and it, it knows everything. It hears everything, all the thoughts, all, all the words, all the sounds, all, whatever feelings you have, 
It feels, the universe feels this. This, this whole, what we think of as this, you know, empty space out there or empty space full of oxygen and air here on earth. It, it's so much more than that. And we're interacting with it on very intimate level. And it, it knows and understands, but it does have its own way of, of language, of communicating, especially with something like manifesting. If you're, say, you've had a really bad hair day, bad, just bad, bad, all, it, all the wrong things have happened, you know, terrible things happened to your mail, and so you're not getting your mail, and your computer died, and, you know, the, the, the dog barked at this, you know, bite this, bites this other dog, and this, uh, the neighbor's dog as it went down the street, and it's one thing after another. The refrigerator broke, and <laughs> on and on. And it, if we let that tie us up in a knot, and, and just send us in spiraling into a frenzy of frustration and anger and maybe even hatred or fear, any of the negative emotions. We're, that's a prayer. We're sending that prayer out. We're telling the universe, oh, please make some more of this catastrophe for me. This is... This is what we need. We're, everything we think and feel all day long, all night, all night long is, is a prayer. Literally, it's a prayer and a request to the universe. The universe is intensely alive and conscious and ready to help you with anything. But if you're in a snit, and you're bitching about the whole snit. You're going round and round and round and round and down, farther, farther. And, and everything is making you more angry and more upset, and more sad and more fearful. And It's all a prayer asking for more of that. And so that's why the ancients say, live with gratitude. Yeah, yeah, things broke and your neighbors have a really big bet bill coming up <laughs> that they're going to try to tap you for. That's okay. It has to be okay. It has to be okay. And you can, you know, feel sorry or, uh, you know, for the dog or the human, dog's human. Um But this, this spiraling down of poor me, poor me, poor me. And, and I'm, I'm a victim and I'm wrong and I did this wrong and should have checked that fridge. I should have checked it. Well, how do you know to check a fridge? When do you check a fridge? Who checks the fridge? Who knows? Who knows what to look for? Do you hire somebody to do that? We need to be realistic about what's in our lives 
and deal with things as they come, even though it might mean a, a whole lot of work, a big, big interruption, uh, might mean a bunch of money, <laughs> maybe not. But if you could find things to be grateful for in the middle of that and change the whole energy level, change the flavor of the energy so that you don't keep spiraling down and more things don't keep going wrong. And if you find some other way to look at them, like, well, that was unfortunate that that happened that way, but maybe it's an opportunity too. Maybe it's an opportunity to get something else going or fix something or change the way I'm thinking or feeling or taking action about something, the way I do my business. There's always an opportunity. There's always a good side. There's always some reason to be thankful. And even though the, the fridge and the dog and, and all these other things that you have to take care of, maybe there's something else over here that, wow, you know, this beautiful thing just came in the mail that you weren't expecting. A big gift from somebody that uh, you could be thankful for or just a, a beautiful smile from somebody. Maybe you had to go to the store and you're crossing paths with all these people and maybe this beautiful, loving smile from a stranger. You can be grateful for that. You could accept that, that love, that, that beauty of the moment. And it can change everything. So, my friends, what words do you have? My first thought is I'm a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever create something, um, whether it's a piece of art or maybe you're cooking a meal and, and you get it all done and it just tastes great. It's just so wonderful. And you have all that pride and say, look what I did. Look what I created here. And then you have those meals where you created something that's burnt and doesn't taste very good. But I created that too. And we we create all the time. And um, like you were saying about, you know, how, how you put your attention to something can make more of that same thing. I almost, when you were talking about that, I thought this, you know, when you're making a snowman, you just roll the snow up and it's catching all this stuff and it's getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, when we take responsibility for what we're creating, it can turn out all, all beautiful, but no matter what it turns out, we're the creators. <laughs> We've created it. And that that's some responsibility and appreciation. When you start doing appreciation, it's just that 
changes the energy to a positive one. Um, you're always teaching us, um, look for signatures and, and there's a signature in just everything that's around you. And I, and we've been studying that and feeling for that signature, but it's that essential thread of love that goes through everything. And it's that acknowledgement that we're all connected. You know, when you start to really feel the signatures, you realize that we're all connected. And if we're all connected, when you're seeing gratitudes for the sun and you're seeing gratitudes for the earth and the water, you're putting out that love energy and that healing energy. We learned that in the weaving as well. Yeah. I think what I love and I heard, well, so much. I took a, tons of notes. <laughs> but the ease. There's practice. You know, we've practiced ourselves into um, worry and guilt. You know, those, those, are, those are habits we've practiced ourselves into. Um, and... Um, you know, this guilty gratitude, you know, that I, I is, again, you know, good Southern family, <laughs> or at least one half, you know, but it was like, and, um, you know, how you talked about the prayer that, you know, I was raised on really humbling yourself, you know, you know, getting down on your knees and begging and saying, you know, basically that was the form of prayer. I'm not worthy, you know, and through, through these practices, you know, in the signature work, like Laura said, you start understanding what you're bringing to yourself by, by emoting it, carrying that energy and you know in in even in gratitude one of the things and i wrote down is and i have a question around it is like rejecting gratitude like my family you know you you say thank you and they say oh no 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 it's no problem i'm just like it's suddenly hitting me it's like oh that's so not good you know <laughs> but it, I, we can get back to that but what what hearing this conversation and even you realize we are constantly manifesting. And if, if we can redirect our focus, how easy it is to bring our life in the, into what we want and how easy it would be to live in a world we want, how easy it would be able to, you know, correct this planet how easy it would be to stop wars you know stop um harming ourselves and everybody else it it's right there it's right there and i a and you know anybody who is listening you know i would encourage them try it <laughs> just try it you know, experience it, give it a little try, you know, for, for something small. And then like, cause we have, we've had direct experience with, um, moving mountains. That seems impossible. I use the gratitude ceremony with family members 
We have some challenging or have had some challenging stuff with uh, specific family members not getting along with each other. Um, and I've walked out, you know, in the morning and say, thank you. And I see these two people getting along. Thank you for them understanding each other. Thank you for them just seeing from each other's perspective and putting away this anger. And I just see them, I visualize them having this conversation, you know, and I walk back in and um, we get a text message that those two are going to lunch. I mean, it was that quick. My um, mother-in-law has a, a, a grumpy bone. <laughs> And it's, sometimes it's exhausting. And so my new thing is before we get in the car to go pick her up, she's almost 90 and take her somewhere. I saw, I'm like, thank you for seeing the world in a better light. Thank you for not being negative and seeing, a, having a positive conversation. And I even gave examples. And one of the examples I said, it was a full moon uh coming up and i said like how beautiful the moon is tonight and that's and i said you know thank you for other things and we pick her up and we're driving her to my sister-in-law's house and she was like isn't it lovely this evening isn't it fantastic this evening and she goes and look at that moon and when she said look at how beautiful that moon is i about my jaw dropped <laughs> I'm like, it was almost quote to quote. And, you know, when you come in, you know, shift yourself first, you know, that's, that's one of those good, better, best nuances I've learned from you, Kay, is like, you got to be in a good spot. <laughs> Do it anyways, be good. But the better you're, you're in, the more gratitude you are in, all of your energy is doing a better job. And that's, that's the practice. Mm -hmm. That is a practice. Yeah. But yeah, I've had plenty of opportunities to choose to be unhappy. But um, what I've noticed is that if I can bring in appreciation and gratitude, it kind of goes hand in hand with trust. So no matter what comes in front of you is in your path, it's there to help you awaken in some way to help you to uh, let go of the no-nos, the, you know, the belief, the judgments and the blind beliefs and all of those things. It helps you let go of those because you're trusting whatever's coming up in your experience. I got this. Yeah, I got this. And that's one of my things that I tell Laura, I do all the time. It just keeps coming. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and it, I can feel that. And it, and it does. It just keeps coming. But when things come in your 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 into your experience and your perspective might be automatically to jump to oh this is bad, if you have the appreciation and gratitude and knowing that the universe is taking care of you and and lining stuff up, even the the burnt meal is an experience where you can choose appreciation and gratitude for I manifested this I created this, and and you don't have to be unhappy about it. <laughs> And then happiness just seems to keep coming because it just keeps coming. <laughs> There's, I think one of the most significant things that somewhere along the way I started believing is there's no glass ceiling on happiness. 
like we one of the mottos we grew up with is what goes up must come down <laughs> and, and so you you kept waiting for the shoe to drop like is it today is it tomorrow because it's gonna happen this 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 run of luck is gonna run out it doesn't have to and i think that's you know what i tell some people is like there's no glass ceiling on happiness if you bump your head is like you hit something, it's time. You don't have to go down. You can go left or right, go around it and go back up. And you, that that deep dish of happiness is like, you're, you're also, here's the other thing I learned. That was one. Number two, you're not stealing somebody else's happiness to be happy. You know, I had, that was like, well, there's only, you know, a hundred slices of happiness in the universe. And if I take 99, someone's only going to get one. You know, it was like, that's how it's dipped out. My happiness is costing somebody else. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Learn that. It was like, no, you know, until you just give it a try. You know, if I could tell anybody anything, just give it a try. Try. <laughs> because that's what I've learned is the more I just tried, it was like I got direct experience and proof that gratitude changes everything. And it's about habits of thinking. You know, if you're in the habit of gratitude and appreciation, you might need to keep that's trying. A lot different, <laughs> that's a lot different than being the gratitude, or not the gratitude, but the, the mindset of just kind of picking stuff out. Like, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. No. It's, yeah. it's a completely different experience. So maybe my mom was right. Count your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> course your mom was right <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you i don't know where we're at time helmet did you have comments uh no no i'm good i'm just i'm just listening and, and observing and uh, the the essential elements for for it kate touched on it um kate would you mute yourself And, and really with the story of the muddy feet, it's about the feeling aspect in the, in the gratitude, like with everything else, but um, really being able to not just see it, but to feel it as a reality. And um, so many of the people in our modern world hold so many things as a reality and they feel very strongly about it but it's not necessarily what they want in their lives. Yet with doing that, they create more of it. So it's it requires a, a huge shift from where is our attention? Where is our mind? Where are our feelings? Where is our heart? And that's that's what creates our reality, our present and our future. And I think as a people, we need to start learning to pay attention to all that. Contributing to creation of the universe all the time, Kay said. Yeah. And that's all the time. All of us. We're each, we're each doing it every single moment. We create all the time. I want something out of the fridge. I 
have that desire. I want something out of the fridge. I get up and go get it. I've created that experience. Well, do we look at it that way? No. I mean, how many people that was really great. That's that why way? I was laughing. I'm like, that's so. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's um, we're many of us, not all of us were raised to think that we're small and insignificant. And so a lot of these things that you're sharing, you know, will, you know, kind of rattle some people's cages. <laughs> That somebody who, you know, is a president of the country has as much power as you do, you know, or you have as much power, excuse me, as they do to influence the outcome of this planet and everything in this universe with your thoughts alone. The thoughts and the feelings together. The feelings are more important than the thoughts. And that's the thing with the manifesting the rain, with the muddy feet, is that you have to feel everything as though it had already happened. It's already here. It's already happened. Very often they... they finish these kinds of prayers, whether it's a gratitude prayer, um, a prayer about the rain, a prayer about healing somebody, giving them a healing session. At the end of the healing session, they say different, different people say different kinds of things, but something like it's done, it's done, it's done three, maybe four times, or it's healed it's healed, it's healed. It's raining, it's raining, it's raining. It's already here. We have to experience it that way. That's why when we get into a snit about whatever, we're feeling everything's wrong. It's going wrong it's wrong inside and outside, and it hurts, and it's here right now, and it looks like it's going to keep coming. <laughs> looks like it's going to get worse. They're manifesting that. The feeling. Feeling has to be there. We've been in a culture that has denied feeling, poo-pooed feeling. You know, that started way back, uh, thousands of years. There's a, a, a certain line of, of Greek thinking that's uh, praising the intellectual thought and um, being able to intellectually solve issues and problems and figure out how things run. And it started before that, too, but it, it's a schism. Um, it's a disconnect. It's a way that, that we pretend that we are disconnected from everything. 
And we, we turn off our, our viewer to just how connected we are to everything, how intensely, profoundly, intimately connected we are to everything. A lot of people use the phrase for that, uh, we are one, which is in English is not accurate enough. It's misleading. We're not one single blob. You know, the creator and all of us people. We're not one single blob. The, this creation has created all of us to share the experiences with each other and with all of creation. The feeling part is far more important than the linear thinking part. And we've been learning how to do that in our culture, that that is highly, highly prized. Feeling in any kind of way is not prized and often condemned or criticized or made fun of. And that's where, that's where the goods are. It's in the feeling, it's in the emotions and in the, the other kinds of feelings that we have. The sen physical sensations are all feelings. We have spiritual sensations as well as the emotional, as well as thinking linearly. There's far more feeling things about us than there are linear thinking. Linear thinking is just a tool. It's just one little piece of us, a tool. And we've been trained to let it think that it is the, uh, the king of the hill, the ruler, the rooster that prances around everywhere and squeals and squawks. <laughs> Look how great I am. To learn how to make the linear thinking a tool again, not the boss. That's really important. And if you're, you're, Linear thinking is the boss. It won't let anything else happen. You're going to have a hard time controlling this manifesting. Because it's all about the feeling of it. The imagination and the, the feeling of it. Whole body, whole heart, whole spirit feeling. And when you do this gratitude ceremony and you have that the feeling that's already happened you're moving through through time you're putting your message out through time and outside of time and that's that's a really big teaching in all the spiritual teachings that, you know, the big stuff, 
the big stuff all happens outside of 3D time space. Is not controlled by our three dimensions or time or space, happens instantaneously, or can literally move outside of time. That's that's where the goods are. It's in the feeling. The feeling does that. You can't think your way outside of time space. <laughs> what a great line. <laughs> it takes some work to do that, to get there. From our mind controlling everything and then realizing it's just a tool. <laughs> it can be a very useful tool. Oh, yeah. But it's, it is. It's just the tool. Tool is a helper. The feelings, all of them, that's, that's where the goods are. Okay, I'm, I have a couple of things. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, we very likely going to start up our gratitude ceremony again. Ceremonies again. Now that our heavy teaching load is lightening up a little bit. So we tell you about um, when, when that's going to start again, probably in a couple of weeks. We're having some echo pro problems. Oh, that yeah, I wanted to show that. This is the website where you can sign up for our, our gratitude ceremony. It's katasa.world forward slash gratitude. And we have a couple of comments that I um, thought we could just bring in for a, for a minute and check on it because they're really nice comments. Um, from Mary, this is about I probably should read that for somebody who doesn't watch the video. <laughs> okay, I hadn't seen my emotional and imagination, imaginative ideas as a request, as an order to what I choose to get. Wow, that was what great teaching example. Laura, thank you. And that's it. That's what every. That's what we all do all the time. It's beautiful. Thank you. And then Meredith, <laughs> holding myself back from banging on the table and screaming, "Yes, this is our magic, or a tiny piece of it." Grateful for the four of you for doing this topic. Thanks, Meredith. 
And this is another one from actually Polly. I can hardly wait to run next door and tell my neighbor, neighbor's nine and 14 year old kids and to rewatch this talk over and over. This is right on time for me. Thank you. All right. Any other thoughts to that? It's right on time for this planet. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. What's well, on time for the weaving ceremony too, because the weaving ceremony is total gratitude time. So we do healing techniques, but that's uh, combined with with this this whole gratitude feeling seeing everything feeling everything as if it has already happened and this is the weaving on the whole web of life of the planet earth which includes the humans and the animals and the plants and the rocks <laughs> the dirt and the sand and and the bugs and the microbes and and everybody and sometimes it kind of extends out farther than that in our our conscious awareness but because we are all connected it it goes out it goes out farther than just our planet but we're concentrating on our planet and healing what's going on here. We got a lot of things to heal. We got a lot of pollution and garbage to heal, and we got uh, attitudes to heal, and <laughs> thought forms with attitudes to heal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I think we should do the entire next talk about that, because we are almost at an hour again. And I think Great. We do grat gratitude aspect of weavings and weavings and all this stuff next week. Sound good? Sounds perfect. All right. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us live, guys. Thank you, Laura and Laura. And it's Helmut. And we see you next week for the week for the weaving and the, the gratitude talk. Can't wait. Thank you so much. Love you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all who, who listen, who watch. Love you. Thanks for chiming in. Love you bunches. Bye-bye.